Good morning. There is a committee of people who are helping decide what the county will look like years from now. And it turns out that's going to be even more complicated than it sounds. For Wednesday, July 12th, it's your Loud Now Morning Minute. Today's Morning Minute is sponsored by Get Out Loudon. It's a new service from the Loudon Now team to help get you out of the house and to explore the county's many ways to get out. Go to getoutloudon.com for our complete calendar of concerts and events. And if you've got an event, make sure you get your dates on our list. We want to help get more people through your door and make your event a success. To stay up to date on the latest entertainment, you can also follow Get Out Loudon on Facebook or on Twitter and sign up for the weekly e-newsletter with the best stuff each weekend. It's all at getoutloudon.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Ren Screen. The Comprehensive Plan Stakeholder Steering Committee, now there's a name for you, is a 26-member group that is working on revising, as the name suggests, the County Comprehensive Plan. The County Comprehensive Plan, as its name suggests, is the county's plan for everything. So you can see where this is a big job. The Comprehensive Plan is the guiding philosophy for growth and development across the county, and it affects Loudoun years into the future. It's also a job that got bigger when supervisors added planning around our future Metro Silverline stops to that workload. That was being handled separately, but after months of meetings and public input on both the comprehensive plan and the Silverline area, the Board of Supervisors folded the Silverline plans into the stakeholder committee's work. Some supervisors have said the Silverline area alone counts for more housing and development than the rest of the county put together. That's because the idea is for the Silverline, once it opens, to grow into the tallest, densest, most urban part of our county. And then there's the comprehensive plan we have now. The team of consultants that the county has hired to help with all this work put together a spreadsheet of every policy in the current comprehensive plan and ended up listing around 12,000 policies. This, they say, becomes an issue when you're trying to make a more streamlined and user-friendly document. So here we are now. After all these months of meetings and high-level vision statements and public input, the committee is about ready to get down to brass tacks. And there are a lot of tacks. And they're not sure exactly how they're going to do that. First of all, some people are worried. If the group doesn't come to a consensus on something, what happens to the minority opinion? Does it just go away when the committee reports out after it votes? And it looks pretty clear if they're going to tackle all this work, they're going to have to break it up into chunks and form subcommittees. But who should be on the subcommittees? To use an example from the committee's last meeting, let's take housing. Should only people who have worked in housing policy and development be on that subcommittee? On the one hand, one could argue, that would bring their expertise to bear. On the other hand, some others would argue, that could bring institutional bias and groupthink into those committees. And again, that's going to have pretty far-reaching consequences. So you can see the kind of debate that's going on. They've got to decide how they're going to make their decisions. And again, some of those decisions are going to shape Loudon for a long, long time to come. Adding the Silverline work in has extended this work. Right now, the plan is for this committee to wrap up in May of next year. Then it goes to the Planning Commission, the Board of Supervisors, and VDOT. The Board of Supervisors could take its final vote on the new comprehensive plan in June of 2019. We've got a tough road to hoe. 
Anyway, if you're feeling curious about this group, they meet again on July 31st, and they are open to the public. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, a record-setting astronaut came to Loudon Monday to urge young women to aim high. Sunita Williams has flown even higher than most astronauts. She has seven spacewalks under her belt, totaling 50 hours and 40 minutes outside the spaceship, the record for most spacewalks and most spacewalk time by a woman. She's also the first person to ever run a marathon in space. She was at Heritage High School as part of Congresswoman Barbara Comstock's Young Women's Leadership Program, alongside Janet Sellers, the director of the Office of Education at NASA's Langley Research Center, and Jessica Millard, a junior at North Idaho STEM Charter Academy who helped win her school a $250,000 grant from NASA to launch a small satellite into orbit later this year. They spoke to more than 200 young women. Ms. Williams talked about her first time putting on a spacesuit. She said the suit doesn't know if you're male or female. Millard, the student, talked about the project to build CubeSat, a satellite weighing less than three pounds. And they also talked about more down-to-earth topics like networking and multiculturalism. Ms. Sellers said NASA needs everybody, not just astronauts. After all, someone has to do the accounting and someone has to manage the social media. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office has identified the suspect in an upskirting case at the Dulles 28 Center Target store in June. Deputies are seeking the whereabouts of Earl D. Jennings. On June 26th, a woman reported at around 1 in the afternoon that she saw a man trying to take upskirting photos of her at the store. She said the suspect fled after she and a witness confronted him. And the Leesburg Town Council is going to start leaning on their 15 advisory boards, committees, and commissions a little more. Council members said they need to be more aware of those committees and let them help. Now, they're just trying to figure out how to do that, like, for example, loosening the requirements on meeting every month or imposing stricter rules on attendance. Shades of the County Committee on Committees, anyone? If you don't know what I'm talking about, it is from the before the podcast. Just hit the search button on our website. Anyway, the first step for the town council, a meeting between the council and the chairpersons of every committee. Should be a, a great time. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, if you feel like heading over the mountain, the Drips and Splatter exhibit is on at the Barnes of Rose Hill in Derryville. It's work by local artist Keith Patterson. The Village at Leesburg Farmer's Market is today from 4 to 7 p.m. They hold it Wednesdays between Smokehouse Live and Atomic Trampoline in partnership with the Loudoun Valley Homegrown Markets Cooperative. And Ryan Angelo is playing acoustic music on the plaza in the plaza at 1 Loudoun at 8 p.m. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. Okay, have a great day. <music>